Let's tell her start here at the uh, Solid Seven Podcast, where we are. Ev- I I mean, I guess a, a better than average podcast. Well, with that <laughs> attitude, we sound like a sad, sad <laughs> podcast. Uh, well, we've tried to get so fancy with our our recording, and we don't quite have have the technicalities down yet. But we are, uh, on the whole, uh, a better than average podcast. I would say. I mean, hopefully, but others would say, yeah. So we're uh, we're not a podcast about nothing, but we're also not a podcast about any one thing. Each week we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and we invite you to join us. More often than not, we uh, we bring a guest along with us, and this week booked just well well in advance and confirmed, like weeks as our as weeks our, our our good buddy and weeks our, in uh, advance, our good buddy John John Reyes. I am here once again, and this time, yeah, yes. Yes, indeed. I'm here once again, this time booked a healthy, uh, professional amount of time in advance. Um, and I, I appreciate that, you guys. None of, none of those other... I guess it was the kinks you guys were working out in the early goings of the, of the podcast, uh, uh, but now uh, uh, we've yeah, got yeah, a Google yeah. Calendar invite. We've got, you know, all the professional stuff going on. So, And so here I am. Dude, I could not be happier to see your face. <laughs> Man. But not for much longer oh. because you're leaving forever. Oh my gosh! Can we not, listen? Can we not do this right now? And ever and ever. Well, at the very least, if we're gonna roast John, and of course we're going to roast John, yeah, uh, I need the energy to do so. So uh, on that note, it's time to uh, to crack a Jocko go. Yes. Mm. Here we go. Oof! There it is. Who uh, does not, in any uh, official or unofficial capacity, sponsor the Solid Seven Podcast? But it does fuel the Solid Seven Podcast. Amen. And we bro. are. And we're believing that uh, that someday they will know who we are and they will sponsor us. So uh, snag yourself a, a Jocko Go, a much, much, much better than average energy drink. And uh, check out their other projects at uh, Jocko Fuel and tell them we, we sent, sent you. We sent you. You know what I did think? I was thinking about this today. I can't remember what queued it up. And it's funny because I'm not in particular a Jimmy Kimmel fan. Who is? Um, which, I, which I think comes as a surprise to no one. But he did have the bit going for the longest time. I don't know if he still does. Where he would end every show uh, with a joke about how they didn't have time to get to Matt Damon. So they'll have to bump him. But Matt Damon wasn't actually booked. He did it at the end of every show forever. That's funny. I didn't know that he did that. And I, I've, th- I've thought it would be fun when we do have guests as we introduce them at the beginning and say, you know, we were we were really looking forward uh, to hosting Jocko as our guest this week. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, yeah. something came up. There was a scheduling conflict uh, and he wasn't able to make it. So in lieu of Jocko. <laughs> but did that <laughs> ever funny. resolve in, in, in Matt Damon actually coming on the show? Like, did that ha- ever happen? Well, they're like besties. So I'm sure he was on often. Yeah, no, oh. I had I, I heard the story at one point about like how the gag started, and then it's just one of those things. He just kept yeah. it going. Yeah, I mean, so. that could very well happen with Jocko here. I mean, I like how you guys you reposted his uh, um, like that announcement in front of Wawa the other day. Uh, he was talking about the sale that was happening and stuff. I thought that was cool. The hey, dollar, yeah. the dollar, like buy one get a dollar, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was actually cool wondering that. about that because uh, Jason, who was the guest in last week's episode, uh, we mm-hmm. saw that. Um, it was a dollar, and we got both got scared because we're like, "Oh no, is, are people not buying these? Is Wawa oh, like, just is it doing, doing bad? This? Yeah, like is it they trying to get rid of the stock, or is it Jocko deciding yeah. to do this? So that was him that wanted to do that. Yeah, I don't think they're having any trouble moving product. They actually that's just, why I was like, confused. If you, if you follow um, like Origin Main and Jocko Fuel on social media, like they just opened a massive 
distribution and uh, development warehouse in, uh, I guess it's not development. They're turning one of their, their old locations into like R and D for, I can't remember what either way they're massively expanding their capacity. Oh, that's good. So, uh, yeah, that's I don't think they're having any See, trouble. You, you always talk about not wanting to go on like Jocko tangents at the beginning, but can I just say that they're all very unique in, in that we talk, you talk about a different facet of him every time you go on a rant. See, now we're talking about the warehouses and the, just the product, yeah, whatever, selling well and stuff. So I personally, as a fan to both of you guys, I think it should be a thing where you spend just a couple minutes talking about <laughs> talking about the drink that you like and, and uh, you know, the leader yeah, of all I mean, leaders that you I love. Haven't, I haven't gotten real feedback on that. Like, do people get annoyed? Like, are we talking about them too much? I haven't gotten either which way. But, like, personally, I'm like, all right. Like, is this the Jocko Go podcast? Like, is this all we talk about is his energy drink? And then... The the thing is, I mean, you know, obviously we're fanboys. I mean, you know, we make no effort to hide it. But then there you know, there are there's just so many cool aspects to talk about, both Jocko's background and his history, what he does with, with Echelon Front. Um, right now, I was actually on a, a Zoom call with their team uh, this week through... Um, echelon front academy an online thing they do so there's zooms every week and you can be on with jacko Leif, dave burke um jp Denell, just different members of their team that you've heard us talk about that have jacko go drinks named for them and uh this guy uh jason who was one of their uh their squad commanders in task unit bruiser was on this week and he he works with them at echelon front and he was talking about this uh i want to say maybe it was a, a chief that was on a ship with him back when they uh back when the seals that was kind of what they did was really you know trained up and then their deployment was deploying on the ships before 911 yeah. went down yeah um not that they didn't go anywhere to do anything but so he was talking about being on this ship out off of uh, somalia and he just noticed um i like i said i think it was this chief that he was talking about that just when they went through the chow line like he knew every like everybody working the chow line, he knew their name, knew what was going on in their life, chatted them up. And he's like, <laughs> and I, I noticed, right? Like he always got the best of the food and always got more of it. Right. And then there was, there was some point where they had some issue with like a power outage or like the AC went down on the ship or something like that. And they're parked out off the coast of Somalia. He goes, it was literally Africa hot. <laughs> Right. And he's like, and he's like, I just noticed that like right away, somebody from engineering had come by, um, and installed a fan like either above or on his bunk on his rack so that he had this fan blown on his face. And so he just noticed these things over and over again, you know, and he's, he was talking about, you know, I, I talked to him about at one point. And the dude's response to him, you know, like, how, how, how is it that you're like this with everybody or you always get these, whatever he goes, he told him, he's like, wherever you go, whoever you're talking to always be running for mayor. Right. And his, his thing was just like, not, not to be slimy, not to be politicking, but the idea being like this thought process of act like, you know, I'm trying to get this person to vote for me. Right. Like that's treat people, treat people that way. Like you're looking for their, their vote of confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is a really cool concept. So there's stuff like that with Echelon Front. It's just these little nuggets that come for, you know, besides the books, besides the social media. And then, right. you know, Jocko paired up with Origin Maine, who he found him because obviously he's way into jujitsu. Uh, he's a black belt himself under Dean Lister. And um, I think he found I'm pretty sure he found Origin Maine because of their geese. I think at this point they're just widely known for making some of the best geese wow. in the world and liked what they were doing, liked what they were about gets in business with them now that they were already doing some nutrition stuff. So they started to team up with him on that, on the geese. 
now they're doing all this all this clothing jeans hoodies boots whatever and everything's u.s made made from the point where like their phrase is it's made in the usa from the dirt to the shirt like the cotton the fibers grown in america then it's it's milled here it's manufactured here it's stitched together here and you know for all the people who are like um, you know manufacturing can't ever come back to america that's a pipe dream Origin's been on the list of Forbes like top 500 fastest growing companies for like two straight years now. They just opened this new space in North Carolina that's I can't even remember how many square feet, like 60,000 square feet or something like that. That's just the nutrition side side. You see the pictures and I mean it's just Jacko go on pallets, floor to ceiling and then wow, you know wow, they also cool. they also do milk and some other stuff. They're coming out with like milk bars, like protein bars, all this cool stuff that they're working on. Uh, right. And then I saw um, uh, Pete, who's the guy who founded and, and runs Origin. Um, I saw him posting like they just acquired some other manufacturing, like clothing manufacturing company in like Asheville, North Carolina, like this week, like bottom. So it's just cool. To, like there's, you know, we go on these tangents and it becomes the little John go podcast because there's just so much cool stuff. Yeah. that they're that they're doing right and really stuff that's kind of against the grain or defying conventional wisdom and odds and whatever else and really kind of is its own little um just kind of test case for oh this this is the impact that leadership has that good leadership has you see but all these things that are quote unquote impossible and can't be done well they're they're doing it you know there's no so, such yeah. thing as bad teams only bad leaders only bad leaders dude um, look this this book this extreme ownership book i'm i'm maybe three quarters of the way done with it which i know is shocking right you'd think i'd be done with it by now but i'm I'm just going slow but i'm at the point where i want to go back and read it all in one sitting again because whole like book in one sitting i just kind of well make a day out of it you know what i mean like i don't know just just knock it out in one day because there are you so read a whole many book in one day if you did nothing else, right? Yeah, well, I mean, there. Are, I'm, I'm also like I know it's going to sound a bit elementary, but I'm actually getting better at reading like lar- large chunks. When I say that, I don't mean like my ability to sound out words. I mean my attention span is pretty small, and so it's getting a little bit better. But I want to, man, because like you know, I texted Kale the other day. Like I, I thought I had an appreciation for, for like just stories about some of the, the men that have, that have gone to war and given their lives and, and just the men and women who are, who are doing it today, like just doing that thing and, and like literally giving themselves for our country. Like I thought I was sensitive to that, but like after reading this book, like seeing just, and just hearing from like people who know them firsthand, literally like these were their friends that are like, whatever, they're gone now. You know what I mean? Like it has shifted the way I see that entire thing to, to kind of an emotional point, which whatever, I know that's kind of like maybe the right place to be when it comes to that type of topic. But like, I don't know. It's just really, really opened my eyes a lot to, to the reality of that stuff. And and I know you guys obviously like talk about fanboying over Jocko and stuff, but to anyone out there who's listening who doesn't know who this man is and, and what he stands for, like there's just really, really a good reason for, for that, that kind of that fandom because it goes beyond just being a fan of someone. It, it's almost to the point of saying like dude you just get it you're using your life for something you know bigger than yourself in so many different ways which by the way i didn't know that origin was separate from jocko at one point i didn't know he i i, I thought he started that company i that's always not, thought that's that not the too. case wow that's <laughs> see that's like so i don't know so that like he he also through all the cool stuff he did and, and meaningful things he used his life for he then used 
all of it to leverage into yet another thing, which was, I assume, extreme extreme ownership was kind of the first thing, and then leverage that into just more and more and more, just all for really meaningful causes, nothing for just a bottom line, it would seem. So I think that that's super admirable. I don't know. Yeah, I th- I think uh, Josh Josh might be able to correct me if I'm if I'm off here, but um, I think kind of the order of events were uh, you know once uh, once he was um, out, once he had separated from the military, and then once Leif was out, I think they actually started Echelon Front, their consulting company. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I think yeah, that's, yeah. that started first. That was kind of the catalyst, uh, and then they wrote Extreme Ownership together, and then. Um, there's actually a couple of follow-on books off of that one. Um, there's some supporting documents uh, now, too. He did a book with Dave Burke, who's one of the... the so Dave Burke's the one um, that's just flown everything. Top Gun graduate, Top Gun, Top Gun instructor, uh, flew uh, He's commented on our post before, Dave Burke. Yes, he did. Dave, big fan of the pod. Uh, open invite, buddy. <laughs> Uh, but Dave flew Super Hornets, I want to say F-16s and then definitely F-35s and F-22s as well, which is super unusual because um, those planes are sp- spread across several branches of the military. Um, and so like he, he did he did a book um, uh, together with Dave. And so Dave spent some time, even though he's a pilot, he spent time on the ground with Task Unit Bruiser as their forward air controller in Ramadi because Dave being a Marine. Uh, felt like he, you know, here he is, this accomplished pilot. Felt like he hadn't done any real soldiering because he hadn't been on the ground behind a rifle. Um, so he he went and was their forward air controller and uh, and ran a gun and and whatever. Um, so they they produced all this. Jocko's done several kids books now. I want to say Way of the Warrior Kids on I think four books now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just really prolific. And he so drop this fourth one. Yeah. And so when the book uh, came, when uh, Echelon Front came out or uh, Extreme Ownership came out, then just in the process of doing media as one does, ended up on Tim Ferriss's podcast, which is one of the biggest podcasts in the world, ended up on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is probably the biggest podcast in the world, had both of them going, you know, you ought to start a podcast, which is less meaningful from Joe, who I guess says that to literally everyone. But I thought the reason why Jocko started it was literally because of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I saw I saw that moment. I saw because like I remember Joe asked him if he was even on social media and he wasn't. Yeah. And like that was yeah. the moment he was like, you should really do this. And it almost seemed like he was planning on getting with him off camera to really make sure it happened because right. he really like loved the stuff that he was saying. Well, it's it's a bit of a Joe. There's several Joe Rogan memes out there, but you should start a podcast as one of them. He, right, he no, tells 100%. most guests. They, so, but I, to hear Jocko tell tell it, he credits the combination of Joe and Tim telling him you should. He's like, if these two guys who have these podcasts are saying I should, then maybe I should. Right. And so now he's he's then also got one of the top podcasts in the world. I don't know when he sleeps based on the social media. He <laughs> doesn't. Well, um, see, he says he goes so. to bed. He aims for 11, but he's always up at 4.30. Yeah. I just don't even yeah. understand that, man. Yeah. I mean, I've been all week. I have literally set my alarm uh, for 5.30 to get up to go to the gym. And it goes off. The alarm goes off. But uh, <laughs> I have not. Well, and, you know, Jocko talks about that. His point isn't everybody should be getting up at 4.30. His shtick is, is discipline. Which doesn't necessarily mean being up at 4.30. It means right. being disciplined and being up when you need to be up to accomplish the things that you need to That's really, uh, uh, accomplish. If I could, yeah. yeah, I mean, when we do, Kira and I get up early in the morning and go work out, the day just feels, one, it feels awesome. Like, once you get that out of the way, once you get up and get after it, uh, it just <laughs> feels so good. And then on top of that, it's like, oh, look at all this time. Look at all these things I can do. Uh, and then it's just the way our schedule is now because Kira gets home later than I do. 
dinner, the dog, yada yada. It's yeah. like working out after in the in the evening just doesn't. And there's always something that happens in the evening, and that's one of just uh, Jocko's justifications for working out early in the morning is something always comes up in the evening that could put get in the way of you going to, to the gym, yada yada. But no one's ever interrupting you at four thirty in the morning. Yeah. So, yeah, I've never be. been a fan of the early morning gym workout, but when I've done it. It changes the whole day. It makes you feel good. It really yeah, I've never regretted it, but once you fall out of the habit, which it's very easy to, it's really hard to get back into the groove. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, but you just gotta you just gotta get after it. Are you gonna read um, Dichotomy of a Leadership when you're done? I'm just I'm so focused on this one that I I mean I'm sure I will I'm sure I will but but this one is like this one's taking on a whole new like. There's a whole new reason why I want to read this one and, and like read it again, and it's for the leadership principles, but it's also for just I want to pay more attention, like closer attention to the actual war aspects of it, because like it's just some of these scenarios are crazy and they make your heart like race as you're reading them. Um, but I don't know. But then, but then when you when you just hear them talk about their their fallen brothers and honor them, it like I don't know. It it's been doing something to me. I might enlist. Probably not. Definitely won't. But whatever. I'm just. Yeah. Are you going to get the workbook, the Extreme Ownership workbook? Never been a fan of stuff like that. I mean, if someone sells me on it enough, I will, but I'm not no. I'm not really... I thought it was going to be, like, there are questions that, like, on tests that are, I'm like, ugh, I don't want to answer this. I thought it would be a little... I like the word stuff they added into it. I don't know if I'll actually fill do the questions and answer the questions, per se, but I like the extra amount of text they've added in to kind of help supplement yeah. the book. I like that aspect of it, but, like, the answering I, the questions, I'm like... I don't care how many people are on my team. Like I don't, I'm, I don't, or like questions like that. Like, how would you implement this to your team? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Well, I, so, so then, so I'm not so smart. Is, I'm not in a leadership role right now. I'm not going to fill this in now because maybe in the future, if I am, I'd want to f- use that space then. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I bet any one of those guys would disagree with that statement. And they can oh, come yeah, on the podcast would. and correct me. Come on, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. No, but like, just I think that a workbook is. Because it sounds like it's more businessy, right? Is that the case, or I don't know? Like, is it telling I mean, you? I haven't really read it. It's just more. It just it's it's more. You know, so there there are. I mean, there there is actual data to back up that like doing the fill in the blank stuff and that kind of kind of thing does improve retention of the material. So there's some value right. in that, but it, it is more like guiding you in practical application of of the principles and what you're reading. But but I think that that so then I might. Because that's awesome. And it's part of the reason why I want to read it again is that I'm a little bit worried that I'm not retaining the information because mm. I don't know. I feel like there's been a, I don't know. I, I just don't think I've, it doesn't come to my mind like it did when I first started reading it where scenarios would pop up and I'd be like, okay, this principle, apply it here. You know what I mean? Mm. That faded away after a little while. So I kind of want to read it again. It's because of that. Do like the idea of reading read? something and not retaining it, it bothers the mess out of me. Do you highlight the book when you read it? No, I, I don't, I didn't want to do that. Well, I found uh, I highlighted the crap out of that book, and what I found is you read it, you're like, "Ooh, that's good." You go highlight it, and then I read it again like three more times, the exact thing what I highlighted, and that kind of helps like whatever in your head. And so then at least I have it on iBooks. I don't have the physical book, and so oh. what's cool is on my phone on iBooks, I can just go right to whatever I've highlighted and then just reread those. Oh, that's cool. That and that's cool. also part two of why I don't like filling in the things in the workbook is I have atrocious handwriting. If I could type out my thoughts, it, that'd be better. But I, yeah. I should have been a doctor with how bad my handwriting is. But I would say like, don't hesitate to, to, to like, 
follow like progress and read dichotomy of leadership their follow-on book i i would say this might be too drastic a comparison but it's it really it, it like it fills in the gaps it it provides the nuance to it so it's like if extreme ownership and and the the principles of leadership that they present there like if that's giving you the alphabet then dichotomy is teaching you how to spell mm. that's good yeah, because I read Extreme Ownership one time through, then I read Dichotomy, then I did Leadership Strategy and Tactics, then I went right back to Extreme Ownership, and I just finished Extreme Ownership, and I'm in the middle of Dichotomy again. So you could go that route, Johnny boy. I I definitely will. I just, I'm so focused on wanting to finish and retain this book that I'm, I don't know. I kind of forgot he had other books, to be honest, until, until you just said that, so I don't know. I'm becoming, I'm be slowly becoming more of a, more of a fanboy. <laughs> than uh, than I ever thought I would be, but just because he's such a dope guy, man. And at this point, I I I don't know. At this point, if I met him, I I would really want to have some conversations with him about just his journey and kind of his psychology through it all. Because I don't know, it just seems like anything could happen to this guy, and he he'd keep it he'd keep rolling. You know, Do you what listen mean? to his podcast. Like, I have one. I've only listened to one episode, but it's but an I investment. Know, man. <laughs> some yeah. of them, man. They're, they're like heavy. four some hours, them, three not, three hours easy. Them, but man, some of them are some on of them are average heavy. three hours, no problem. Well, I yeah, wanted to but, ask you guys a question, um, which, if you don't mind, uh, just I don't know, I, I I don't know that I've heard you guys talk about this stuff on on air, so to speak. But like after the Go Rock episode, um, it's clear to me that you guys, the one with Emily, I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I guess there's been a couple episodes we talked about. And it, I'm the like, one with, with, which one have we not talked about it? No, yeah, no. We're trying to uh, the promote one where, an event, John. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. The the one with Emily on, though, after that episode, I don't know. To me, it was like, you know, I, you, you might not use this word to describe it, but I thought it was a cool t- like sort, sort of partnership between, between obviously, you guys and them. And obviously, their, their following is, is very large, but it was just still cool to see that type of interaction. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, I guess specifically Kale, too, just to get your, your vision on it. But, like, I don't know. It, it, the idea of leveraging something being, you know, taken off and being successful and, and gaining traction but then leveraging that into something else like is that something you'd be interested in doing and if so like i don't know i just see the podcast going places i really do just just if i could say that and so like after after that not that you know there's an arrival point but but at some point would you want to venture off into other types of things based on the success of this or i mean i don't know i just wanted to hear from you about that uh yeah i don't know i mean i'll say like i really 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 enjoy podcasting uh i thought i would i enjoy it even it's exceeded expectations um i've got no problem seeing myself podcasting uh full full time um should the opportunity present itself and you know we we've talked about that really even on uh recent uh episodes of uh, i went into it and i've still accepted that i i think that making that like from zero to to quote unquote successful, however you would define that, I, I expect that to be a bit of a, a slog. Um, I'm happy with what we've accomplished. I'm I'm happy with uh, where we're at, but I'm not satisfied with where we're at. That makes yeah. like this. You know, wants a new right co-host. Now. John is what he's saying. Yeah, where <laughs> where we're at right now isn't. Yeah, I'd settle for an intern. Uh, send your applications to uh, yep. info at solidsevenpodcast.com. They're but, serious um, about that. You guys actually do that. Yeah, really, it just somebody who's into social media and is willing to be paid in the occasional Jocko Go and some behind the scenes. It's really what we're looking for. Got to be somewhere, um, out, somewhere out there. But um, 
So yeah, I I don't know, John. Like I I like the idea of being able to like support the causes and the people that uh, that I like to support on my own, right? Like, you know, it's obvious. Go if you go back and listen to that episode with Emily. It's obvious that GoRuck's a company that I've supported and been a fan of for a long time. Wait, I, you're I, a fan of GoRuck? I thought I was the one. They're um, you know, I I like what they're about. The quality of their product, like I'm telling you, like. You put your <laughs> just like a you, little second of it's funny. Oh my god, I love thing. this podcast so much. Yeah. I can't even say it enough. Sorry, continue, Kill. But you look at you go on their website. Like if you if you've gone on and looked at Gorak's website because you've heard us and you've looked at their rocks. Um, I, I don't have to guess. I'm positive you had sticker shock. Why why would I pay that much for for a backpack, uh, for a book bag? Um, I'll just go buy a, a Jansport or whatever the kids are into now, but I'm telling you, and, and Josh can attest to this cause he was, you know, um, you know, fresh to, to go rucking their products here recently. And I've loaned him some of my rucks, like you hold them and it's a different thing. The gray like, one you're letting me borrow, like you, cause you let me borrow the, that black one for a minute. I don't know which brand yeah. or which model those so were. So those, those are, those are bullet rucks. There was, that's the model that they call them. They're more like day pack type things. The black one, it was cool, but then you're like, the gray one's better. And so, like, it, it, it is a great quality in those bags. Completely. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I ordered another rug today. Wow. <laughs> I just, That's I mean, awesome. I, I, I appreciate the quality and, like, the ruggedness of the rugs. It's just, it's not something I think I could justify to my wife more to, than anything and more to me. Uh, that I can afford. Yeah, to. it just it just varies. Like you look at, at like just what you do for a living, Josh. Right. So, uh, you know, doing the video work and stuff where you're toting a laptop around all the time, you're toting gear around all the time. To me, something like a GR1, which like that's their go to model. Like GR1 is the basis for all of, of go rug gear. Uh, right where you've got a rock solid laptop compartment. They've just thought through all the details where there's a false seam in the bot. The laptop compartment's padded on both sides. There's a frame sheet in there that keeps it rigid, but then there's a false bottom on it. So if you set your bag down with your laptop in it, if you drop it and let it hit the ground, your laptop doesn't hit the ground because it's not sitting at the bottom of the bag. It's the GR1. That's the GR1. And then there's room for gear and to organize cables and all that stuff. And you'll never have to replace that bag. And if you somehow manage to damage it, like, I don't know, you're wearing oh it and you God. get attacked by a tiger, you send it to Scars and they'll fix it and they'll send it back to you good as new and with a free patch and a koozie. Like, I don't, I don't, so, you know, you'll hand it, hand it down to your kids. So. You were selling me and then I saw the price and I immediately clicked the, the escape button. <laughs> Because I'm like, all oh, these look, Escape these look, button. these look, so these I, look dope. And I scroll down a little bit more, and I'm like, oh. So okay. I'm on with that purchase today. Let me see if I can total up my ruck count. Um, I have, so I'll now have two ruckers. I ordered a rucker 3.0 today. Um, so I have those. I have um, a I mean, GR1. These bags do look great. I have a GR1, a GR2, a GR3 two bullet rucks and a kit bag. I think that's, I think that's all my rucks now. So the reason I ordered the, the other rucker. So the rucker is the one they've been working really hard at a building community around rucking and like getting people out and active together is really like a, a big goal, a big, um, whatever force for driving force for them. So they've really been working hard at turning rucking into a sport, which sounds a little bit silly, but then it's like everything that is a sport now wasn't a sport 
at some at some time so now um like rucking is built into the crossfit games now there's a lot of um like mud runs and uh, marathons stuff like that that are adding rucking divisions um they're working on building out these clubs that's awesome so any of their their bags are are good and built solid enough that they'll hold up to rucking rucking again being the activity of just going out walking with weight on your back they'll they'll hold up tie it behind the car and drag it it'll be fine but the rucker is the only one that's really specifically built to be they call it like a gym on your back um so it's really built for the for the sport aspect of it you can still use it for other things like i said on the podcast my my uh i've got there like the first rucker that they released my my kid uses it as his daily backpack at preschool like that's his that's his bag um, so it's not like awesome. they can't be used for other things, but, um, part of why I ordered another one is I have loaned, uh, Josh, my, my bullet ruck to train and go and do the star course in November. Uh, but then now our, our participation's really growing to the point where even like my wife's coming and doing it now, this will be her first go ruck event will be the star course. So she's going to use the rucker. So now I'm like, eh, I'm like, do I want to use the GR one or the GR two for this? I'm like, I can, they'd be fine. They wouldn't be, wouldn't be as comfortable, you know? As as the rocker, so I I bought another one. What color GR one do you have? My GR one is black. My GR one and my GR three is black. My GR two is multicam. Uh, the rocker I bought today is Coyote because I didn't own anything in that color yet. So I'm like, yeah, why not? The uh, the tan one looks dope with the leather uh, handle at the top. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't find a black one. I'm looking at these now. I see uh, dark a black oak. One. Field I, tan- I don't see it. Oh, wait. I see it. It's Coyote. Black plus Coyote. So, well, that's yep. that's one they released right now. That's one they're, they're really kind of doing specifically to uh, to honor. They did, some, they did some boots that they're doing that color scheme on and whatever else. I also got a pair of their, uh, their trainers today, too. Yeah, this is kind of wild. I'm on their website right now looking at all our stuff, and I kind of wish I could preview one of them, just like hold it and feel quality-wise. I'm you, sure it's quality. I'm just, you know. Hey, Bro, you sign up for the star course. I'll put a ruck on. I'll put a go ruck ruck on your back. Uh, You can you you can preview all you want. Star course date one more time for the people. Kale, not for me. For the people. No, November sixth. If uh, go ahead and uh, in your in your little computer in the interwebs there, you type in starcourse.solid7podcast dot com. It'll take you right to the registration page for the event that we're doing. All the details about it. Um, Everything's right there. You hear that, everybody? Do it. Do it now. He says. You're doing it right now, right? Is that what you're, you're doing uh, in the background there? In a second, yeah, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, anyway, Josh, uh, I wanted to, <laughs> wanted to talk about uh, some of the comments made. Listen, um, I really appreciate you guys having me on tonight. Uh, anytime you guys have me on, it's incredible. I love it so much. Um, I have to defend my honor a little bit, you guys. <laughs> um, because Wait, some, that was a great some, segue, dude. Some, some junk notch. went down. Some Well, the, I'm waiting for the ruck page to load, but while we're waiting... Um, <laughs> I have to defend my name because it was um, kicked to the curb by uh, by one Josh Rush, co-host of the Solid 7 we podcast. We had a lot of people uh, write in about, like, how dare you talk about John? Yeah, Everyone I'm sure was that thinking that about happened. it for, like, weeks. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. I get it, Josh. No one cares, right? But me, me I lost sleep over this nonsense. Dude, I'm just you kidding. came in. I was it's, it's chilling in last week's guest's office, evangelist, yeah. illusionist. Yeah whatever his title is, his office, John comes in steam 
He had his hood on his like he was wearing a hoodie. He had his hood up. Steam was billowing out. It was like a haze machine is. in a concert. Nah, it was like, so I, much. I think my coffee was hitting extra hard that morning or something like that. And I figured. Well, and then know, I had to keep asking you though. I'm like, are you are you kidding or are you actually mad? Yeah, and you're like, no, dude, I'm I'm mad. But then like your tone okay. was like. <laughs> you ruined like, all the. F- no, okay, it's not. Are though, you Josh, you're such a robot, so dude. Could, I can't if continue we could this. Let the listeners in on what we're talking about. That no, I want right, to. Here we go. Yeah, sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. Hold on. Let, let's get this straight, okay? Last. Uh, I'll just. I'll say it this way. Um, I'll say it this way. <laughs> My uh, I, I'm sitting there. I guess it was Tuesday. Uh, yeah, Tuesday. I'm sitting there. You know, drive driving to work. Listening to the Solid Seven podcast as so, one does, as one has to do, but uh, but I'm I'm doing that, and you know this is a, a great episode with with uh, Cody and Miranda uh, of the Either Neither podcast, right? They're talking and stuff. My name comes up, which by the way, like is is just incredible. If you guys have never heard your name come up on a podcast, it's quite the feeling. These people are talking, you know, spending some time to talk about you, and it's just oh, it's nice. It's nice to hear you know people talk nice about you, so they talk nice about me. Uh, that happens. And of course, the great equalizer, Josh Rush, who can never let positives just be well enough. He can never leave it alone. Like a nice whatever. It's nice things are said about me, all this stuff. And then Josh Rush comes out of nowhere talking about, yeah, well, John, I don't even want to repeat it. He said some defamatory statements <laughs> about my character. He said, Say it. I'm not going to listen. I'm going to repeat it the way you did. But he essentially said that, like, you know, because Kale brought up, uh, you know, oh, this is a moment where Jonathan would be uh, surprised at how much, you know, I know about random things, which at this point, that's just an objective truth. Nobody can deny that he's not like this multifaceted, knowledgeable person. It just is the truth. He knows a lot, a lot about a lot of different, different things. So he brings that up. I can't. Somebody's got to take that thing away from me. I'm actually getting steamed he's now. His, now I'm getting steamed. Now I'm going to break my phone. Listen. So um, he goes, I, and, you know, I talked to him afterwards. Apparently, this is just to level Kale's. You know, he's like, I don't want Kale's head to blow up or whatever. He goes, It was an attack yeah. to Kale, and you were in the crosshairs. <laughs> Stop it. This is my turn to talk. You had your turn last week. What? Listen. He goes, <laughs> He goes, because um, Kale says, Oh, you know, Jonathan would be surprised at another thing I know. And then Josh goes, yeah, well, Jonathan pretty much, he pretty much uh, kisses anyone's butt that he's with. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much whatever. He just kind of, kind of just does that. Okay. Josh, first of all, to say nice things about someone (laughs) is a normal thing that people do. I know you don't do it, but, but it's a normal thing that most people participate in. Another thing you're not factoring in is that, like, me and Kale, we haven't hung out that many times. So in, in the early goings of any friendship, you know, it's normally more complimentary behavior than it is roasting. But I get it now. Now I get the game plan, you guys. Now I know what this podcast is all about, and I just have to say I'm here for it. But ready, be ready for it to come back in your direction, Josh, because I'm going to find things to say about you, and okay. I'm going to say them. And that's going to be it. There he goes. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Uh, I'm just anyway, not easily offended. I'm glad I could get that. I'm not neither, so, like, I don't soft. even know. Who you're, I don't know why you're randomly saying that fact because no one here is. <laughs> if you're insinuating that, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Yeah, I'm not either. But as he says with full offense in his voice, I'm not, I'm, I'm not offended. See, the no, I'm, I'm not this mad at all. Thing, I, I swear. <laughs> like, I oh, think I'm. Right. I think I'm animated, and that confuses people. And and so look, look. When you ask me, oh, are you are you actually upset? All that. Look, man, the truth is, yes. in all reality, <laughs> no. <laughs> the truth. Well, the truth is, yes. No, I'm just kidding. The truth is, no. But yeah, I'm having a little bit of fun with it. I just thought it was shocking that you would say that about... Someone needs to break that thing. I thought it was shocking you say that about me when 
I'm not there to defend myself. Well, what was hilarious? I rest my case. I rest my case. No, yeah. So he comes at me, and I'm like, "What did I say?" Because I he he comes in, like, and thinks I just remembered our entire conversation. I'm like, John. Think back three weeks ago. What were you talking about to one person? No. Do you remember all those conversations? I don't. He's like, but it was on the air. You have to remember. I'm like, I don't remember every conversation I have. Tell me what I said so I can tell you. That, like, it, that almost makes it. Well, Kale, does that not make it worse? The fact that he just throws these <laughs> these it, these horrible comments out about people and can't even recall. That's almost worse. I feel like that's worse. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say a few things here. Because uh, uh, much like Josh, he I can, slandered I can, my name. I, I, my, my, much like Josh, I can I can see the merit to both sides of uh, of this argument. There's now just, you're riding the fence, Kale. Now that I need you to yourself, be on my side extremely, now um, you're in the middle. No, Kale, no, I think you should I'm, hear both sides before you come to a conclusion. What's wrong yeah, with that? I don't want to hear your side ever again, uh, Josh. I'm so, with Kale forever. Now, I, I will say this is uh, incredibly entertaining because right now you are Josh talking to me. Uh, basically, I'm accused on a on a regular basis of just being a, a heartless, soulless monster. Um, so this is this is fun for me. Uh, but then also, I will say to Josh's credit, because this is a tri- this is a weird experience. Once you have once you have a podcast, and once you're you're this deep into it. Right. It's like you talk about kind of it's a cool experience to have somebody you're listening to a podcast that you're a fan of that you're into and hear them talk about you is right. kind of a fun thing. Yes. What's an interesting experience that you don't anticipate on the podcast is that this we, we talk a lot like even just doing one podcast a week. We're longer format. It's a lot of content. Right. And then we're doing the uh, bonus content because we love our Patreon supporters. So there's just a lot out there. And so like I'm again, we've talked about this before. I'm an like I'm an avid podcast listener. I can consume a lot of content and I consume it quick. The podcasts I'm into when they drop, I listen to the new episode. Um, usually within a day or two, I'm evidently the exception. A lot of people don't do that. So it, the weird experience is having somebody who is a, a regular listener is a fan, but they just don't, they're not pressing play the second it hits their phone. Yeah. And so to have somebody like text or reach out about something that's a week, two weeks, three weeks old, I'm so lost. Like I yeah. have no memory of what was said, what was done. Wow. Like I'm uh, not mad at it, but people will just text me one line from something either Kayla or I said, and I'm just kind of like, ha ha. Like, you just, I don't you know. Re- <laughs> you, you throw out like a thumbs up or something. Cause I'm okay. Like, no, that, that, that's fair. And, and look, I think I've done that probably to you guys a couple times because yeah, just at least well, go I, episode 14, yeah. uh, time marker, this right. you said, and, then, and then I go, yeah. ah, yes. Yeah. Well, look, I don't know how you weren't ready for like I, if I were you and I made the comments you made, Josh, I would have been like <laughs> looking out the side of my eye ev- at, at Jonathan every time I see him waiting for the day c- that comes where he actually listened to, to that episode, because that to me is not it, something I'd forget <laughs> saying about someone that I so, work with. So a little behind the, the scenes for the folks here, like Josh, uh, to his full credit, has formed the very useful habit of just jotting some quick notes down in our shared note as we talk makes it a little easier to you're do gonna make the, it worse too <laughs> it, it, it makes it it, it makes, makes it a, worse a little easier to do the show right up when when we're done and stuff so it, it's awesome it's very useful so uh, so far this evening the notes consist of jocko slash origin main makes sense first thing we talked about reading extreme ownership I can't wait to hear how same, you put this one into words same, I would, but can't wait. Little, same but a little different then we talked go ruck bags yes we we sure did and uh, the current topic evidently is John's broken heart. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was coming. I knew it was some crazy wording. I knew it. All right, I'm going to play it cool from this point on. I, I got my yeah, I got my 
side so, out there, and I'm, I'm thankful listen, for John. that. So, thank John, you, thank you, thank you, you, you heard that? You heard? Hold on, hold on. I don't. I didn't finish earlier. So, John comes in steaming and is going off on me. I'm like, what did I say? And then he finally says, "You said that I kissed everyone's butt." Blah 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 blah. And he's going off. And mind you, this is in a room with like three other people who have no idea what we're talking about or listened. <laughs> so he's going off, and I'm like, look, I'm well, like really own fault. I kept looking at yeah, everyone exactly. else around the room because John's just going, and I'm like. Is he mad? Like, do I? Because I needed to. Like, I couldn't gauge. Do I need to be apologetic? Do I need to actually oh my gosh. be sympathetic, or are you? Is this a bit? Like, I couldn't tell. And then, like, I'm looking at Jason, and he's smiling and laughing. So I'm like, so I think this is a. I think this is a joke. But like well, the things you, you're saying, you sound mad. I honestly confront a real issue in front of three other people. I would never. That's how you should know. You it was seem a bit, so you know? steamed, but yet joking at the same. It was a. But there you like, go. Talk I about mixed joking. signals. No, mix dude, six. Mix. So then I found so you you seemed fairly upset. So I was like, well, here's what here's what I meant when I said it. Like, yes, it is an attack at you, uh, but it was more attack an attack at Kale to to make him feel less by going, No, no, Kale. He says this about everybody. Like he makes oh everyone he kisses everyone like but yeah. indirectly. Well, let's go back insulting in the podcast records. How many times have I said it about you? None. Because you said don't what? know a lot about other stuff. I'm saying, like, I've never said, like, oh, Josh, you know a lot about other topics. I, can't I don't believe know that. anything. Oh, my gosh. Look, so the it point was just is- an attack at Kale because that's, that's the thing. But, like, you were just indirectly the one who was being hurt by it. I didn't actually even, like, I said it and it went, like, it was like one year out the other. I didn't even think another thought about it because it you, was that, like. That makes it worse. Were, to me, that makes it worse. Much like much like a drone strike, John, you were just collateral damage. Yeah, buddy. Well, here's even. look, but, right. but the problem, Kale. The problem with being collateral damage this is, is that how terrorists are made. Listen, okay, no, but I'm not. That's not what that's I am. That's exactly. See, Obama learned his lesson. He dropped some I'm drones not, and he created. I'm ISIS, not going evil. So. I'm not turning on the pod. This is my favorite I'm podcast. To say that or getting close. Canceled now. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. The problem was the the problem probably was the contrast between that moment. And seconds before hearing all this complimentary talk about me, and that's so you the other thing. So that's the other thing you neglected to, to tell me. me d- I didn't neglect you, it. You came in there. One of your big arguments you had at, when you were yelling at me was, "You, you Josh, you don't even re- talk about the good. You only talk about the bad, and you never blah blah blah." blah. And you kept re- like going off on that kind of point. And then later in the conversation, we ended okay. that one. Uh, I saw you maybe like an hour later, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, buddy, how are you?" And yeah. uh, and then uh, you were, I was like, show me the part. And you were, you pulled it up on Spotify and you were scrubbing right. through. And I right. heard a line. I said, what did I say, John? I was like, yeah, was, John's was, a great it, right. speaker. He's right. one of I the, didn't get whatever. my argument and then, in, I, I, in a I row. I gave a longer compliment than I did a negative comment. And, and you yelled at me for only bringing up and only remembering the negative sides of John and not the positive. And then what did I actually do? I talked about the positives more than I did the negatives. And who, hypocrite, remembered the only <laughs> negative thing that I said and not the positive? I don't know, man. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I don't know. John, let me uh, let me give you some old man wisdom here. This Josh loves. <laughs> Please. There's only there's only one real play here, bro. And it's two it's two faceted. One, one, you don't react. Yeah, that's all you gotta you, do. You don't you don't well, react. That's, that's fun. You then <laughs> then 
you now this is going to sound self-serving but apply this to any any number of scenarios but in this particular scenario so one you 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 don't react you don't get in the satisfaction but then what you do is you compliment me harder oh that's so good why did i not play that that card oh my god my friend is the play Dude, he immediately I'm backfires because so... I now know the game plan. I know you're just doing it to annoy me. I know. He's saying what I should have done, though. I, I feel like he's, yeah, I, it's what I yeah. should have done just secretly and not have said anything. But you See, know what I they think, say. Listen, controversy creates open, cash, you guys. We're, we're doing the right thing here. I, I think it I think it bother him even out in the open. No, I, I think so, too. Because I will do <laughs> everything in me to, like, no factor. Doesn't I don't care. Po- po- yeah, po- then, poker then face. Then you can hardly sleep at night because yeah, you're so mad that I'm complimenting Kale. I see the fire in the eyes, though. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, I'm glad I could get that out there. That, that feels a lot better. I feel. I <laughs> yeah, feel one of the most petty things to be this mad over. I don't think and... it's petty. Ima- hey, hey, everybody listening! Imagine someone just talks so much smack on your name, so and you're much. listening to it. Did you not hear what I just said? You're supporting their podcast. Uh, you're supporting them by listening to them, and you come on, and then you hear yourself being just incriminated. It's horrible. I it's said two thing. sentences, and it turned into <laughs> World War Three. But yet you don't want to talk about the paragraph of niceness. All I can so. hear is that audio clip everybody uses in their TikToks and uh, reels now. Oh, of, no. And I don't, I don't oh, know what no. it's still. No, I was thinking, and I don't know what the audio is taken from, but it's a woman's voice. It's like, I hear you've been talking smack. And I want oh, you to know yeah. I've been taking Taekwondo in the back of the Walmart Supercenter. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that's from either, but I've heard it a couple times. Uh, no, I've seen that one on a, you know, because I'm, I'm well versed in both TikTok and Reels. And so, right. uh, John, do you feel right. better, though? That, now that I you feel got that so out, much you better, man. You told me off funny. on the air. You told me, man. T- I don't think anybody's going to agree with the with the idea that I told that I told you off. I definitely didn't tell you off. I said my piece, and now I have peace, so I feel okay. And you put me in my place. Thank you. No, I didn't. You, Josh, you know what? Man? You see, see how easy <laughs> that was, John. And I didn't even try. No, he's right here, John. That's. I mean, he like he's just casting worms right in front of you now, dude. Oh, he was being like that just now. I yes. didn't realize you know, that. You notice how when he does this, you're just, to me, you know what I the ch- problem is? You're just really annoying, Josh. That's what it is. You're just actually <laughs> annoying. So My whole life, that's, <laughs> that's what I've been told. That's the problem is that you just so when you're uh, faking it, the problem is it's real. So you know what? I'm gonna move on, and that's and that's Kale. Let's start the Solid Eight podcast. You and go <laughs> for it. Move, moving I, on up. I, I really seven is I think really all I have in me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, same. Well, now what? Wow. Hey, I'm speaking already. of reading, um, have you guys seen that Aaron Rodgers started an Aaron Rodgers book club? Uh, you know, somehow I I missed that. But if there's one oh, thing John, he doesn't know everything. Anyways, if there's one thing I'm, I've been wondering, it's what's on Aaron Rodgers' nightstand. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely well, not. Definitely not me. I don't wonder that. Like what? Like what's the stick? What spurred this? Um, because we were talking about extreme ownership. If you notice in the notes, I bolded reading, so I would remember to bring back up reading. No, 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 not. I oh. mean, not you bringing it up. Yeah, like what, what started his desire? To oh, 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 okay. Yeah, I was gonna explain all that. Um, so remember, we've talked about on here all the controversy with him in the off season. Of, is he going to come back to Green Bay or not, right? Right, um, right, right. So all last season, after every game, every Tuesday, he would go on the Pat McAfee show. Um, he's a former punter. You're, you're saying that name wrong. It's Pat McAfee. McAfee. One, I, call, I always say Ma- when I listened. McAfee. How do I? How do you say it? Yeah, no, I, I always get corrected. I thought it was McAfee. It's McAfee. Thank God. Um, yeah. So he goes on the the McAfee show <laughs> i already forgot how to say it right <laughs> it's okay uh i didn't graduate high school 
I did, barely. Um, and so he went on that show all last season uh, after every game and just talked about the game because of COVID, whatever. It was we all realized we have FaceTime. So that was became a new thing. So then this year, uh, he went on it the on the week before the first game where they got completely blown out and destroyed. And I happened to be in the stands in that game. But so he went he went on the show that first week before the first uh game and uh, he was talking about how he's partnering with one of his wide receivers um to uh like encourage reading uh and how they want to make that like more of a thing. And so um he was like, hey, so I think everyone should read this book. And he pulls out The Alchemist. Have you ever read The Alchemist or heard of it, Kale? Uh, heard of it, yes. Read it now. Um, and so he's like, we should all read The Alchemist. And it's like, oh, cool. So then um, week two comes out. Uh, th- they play the first game. And then he goes on the Pat show again. Uh, and then they do the whole show. Pat talks about how he read The Alchemist over that last week. And then he goes, Aaron, do you have a book for us this week? And he talks about where men win glory. Aaron Rodgers uh, recommended that book. Have you heard of that book? No. Um, it's uh, an NFL player was going to, uh, or he was going to go to the NFL. I forget his name. Pat Tillman uh, was yeah. going to join the NFL. And uh, he, 9-11 happened, and he ended up just going to uh, uh, Afghanistan instead of the NFL. Left the multi-million I th- dollar game. Not, I thought Pat was playing in the NFL. Uh, I haven't read the book. But I thought yeah, the way no, it was Tillman, Tillman was an NFL player oh. and went and ended up being special forces. Oh, I thought it was before he joined the NFL. That's the way I interpreted the way he told it. Maybe he was already in, but he was going to get a multi-million dollar deal, and um, and then he got enlist- he went and enlisted instead, and then yeah. Pat, he got killed uh, in two thousand three in Afghanistan. So this book uh, is about you know that was a blue on blue death. I didn't realize it was blue on blue. That's crazy. Because yeah. yeah. the cover or something on the book, um, it says something along the lines of like uh, it was like a meaningless death or I saw somewhere that like it was an unnecessary death or something like that. Yeah, and blue I wasn't on sure blue how. makes it all the worse. But uh, yeah. Like was it a fire yeah, like fight? It's ba- like it's bad enough. Yeah, I, I can't remember the whole story, uh, but I know he was hit by friendly fire. I, uh, I can't remember if like uh, if munitions got called in on his position or if it was small arms, but it was, it was blue on blue and uh, not a, not a good deal. And they, like for obvious reasons, they were pretty, uh, pretty slow to uh, release that information. That wasn't well known for quite some time. But. Oh, wow. But yeah, so Aaron Rodgers said that's actually his most gifted book that he gives yeah. people is where men win in glory. So uh, that's the second book. Then the next week he told everyone to read The Giver by Lois Lowry, which is a movie with, is it Josh? Not Josh Brolin. Jeff Bridges, I think. Have you ever seen that movie or heard mm-hmm. of that book? No. And then last week he said uh, he recommended the book called Be Here Now. And then this week he said we should all read the book The Four Agreements. And what did your boy do? Your boy bought three of the five because where men win glory was like 14 bucks and i was like i'll wait for it to go down because i got like <laughs> the alchemist the giver and the four agreements for five bucks each on amazon i'm like yep you know what would really be uh in uh programmers out there if if you make this then give me a, a small cut or a byline or something but uh i don't know if i've ever talked about it on the podcast i know i've talked to you about it josh i don't know about you john but i love this app called cheap charts and all cheap yep. charts is is it tracks uh, Apple's media store? I don't even know if you're supposed to call it like iTunes or what it's supposed it's to be all called of the at this above, point. It seems like right, but 
um, you can go in cheap charts and you can basically wish list like movies, TV series, music, whatever, and it tracks Apple Store. And if something goes on sale that's on your wish list, you get an alert, but it also shows you historic pricing. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, oh, the Office Complete Series is on sale for $35, but you can look at the historic pricing and see, oh, they drop it to 30 bucks every December for Christmas. I'll just hold out. Right. So they tell you like where it falls in the pricing long term and if it's if it's the lowest price it's ever been offered. Like somebody for the for the love do that uh yeah. for Amazon, uh, you know, ebooks and it, yeah, like, you know, iBooks and Am- like uh Kindle books. Um yeah audible whatever like an app where you could build a wish list and it would tell you when something goes on sale that would be an app people would pay for what was funny is when pat uh when they brought aaron on on that second week he literally recommended one book well i thought it was gonna be like hey read the alchemist and we'll talk about it for a couple weeks but it turned into like week two all right here's another book to go read i'm like frick i can't read a whole book in a week i got xbox to play but Um, where's where's he actually like talking about the book though on the yeah pat McAfee? mcafee Yeah, he has a. You can McAfee. watch it on YouTube. The full McAfee. You can watch the whole uh, interview on YouTube. They're about thirty to forty-five minutes. Aaron and on. it's going to be consistent. Like he's always every Tuesday. Do it. They call it Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. And what was funny is, so Aaron Rodgers literally releases one book, or like says, "Go read this one book." The Alchemist hit uh, the number one chart on Amazon. Uh, the author actually tweeted back at Pat about like, "Oh, thanks for." giving me a shout out and everyone's reading the alchemist right now uh when i went on amazon to purchase a couple of these books it said people are also buying you know how it does that it loops lumps in like other related things right. the other books in the wish list were already in the recommended so like they're taking the in the world quote unquote by storm with um with their book recommendations and then on that second week where he's like what's the next book also you guys can go buy the aaron Rodgers uh book club t-shirt and i'm like what it's been one week, and Pat McAfee has already made a T-shirt, and they're selling it. All 100% of the proceeds of the shirt go to uh, an organization uh, for kids and reading or something of Aaron Rodgers choosing, something like that. I don't know. So I obviously bought a shirt, and uh, my books from Amazon came in today because I thought, I'll just read them digitally. But then I thought, what if I read them at night, like right before bed? Because isn't it Winston Churchill? Kale, you might know Winston Churchill. Every night during the Blitz, he would read a book at night, and that helped like his mind, and it helped him be smarter, focused, yada yada. Do you that know sounds like something that? he would do. Yeah. Mm. So every night he yeah, would read. Yeah, there's. I like. I don't have like a little factoid about Churchill like that stashed, though. That seems like something he would do. But there can't. You can find all kinds of factoids like that about. Um, intelligent, important, influential people throughout history tend to be avid readers. Right. Leaders are readers. And so I think what I'm going to try and do what? every night is um, read 30 minutes of a, of a book. and But like the actual paper book and not off my phone because it's weird when you're reading on a phone laying in bed because it's you know, the blue light and then distractions, yada, yada. It's easy to get sidetracked. That's, that's why I like, you know, sometimes like a dedicated device is the right thing. Um, and that's, I, I, I keep a Kindle paper white just for that reason. Kira like suggested and, that and I looked into yeah. it, but I was like, I'm trying to not spend more money. So the book was but like five bucks. They're not expensive. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's like 80 they go on bucks. sale all the time. So yeah, you could probably get one cheaper, you it's, know, it's normally like one thirty throughout the year. It's normally one thirty right um, now. It's 80. 
but less eye strain, great reading experience. You can still keep everything consistent, like your highlights and any notes and stuff like that across, you know, it can be on iOS and, and whatever. Right. Uh, but especially for like nighttime reading, I just like it. And it is, I mean, you know, the e-ink screen, it's like reading, you know, a, a paper book. I mean, it's just... I don't know, but I had a, I mean, I had a pretty big nerd moment when those books came in and I was like holding them and I was like, this is lame, but I was like excited. And I was like, I have a physical book and I don't know the last time I've read a physical book. And it felt yeah. like I was a hipster or something. Now, th- yeah. This is a, a bit of a stretch of a segue, but hearing you talk about how like the author tweeted back at him, it's just kind of cool to see those moments sometimes. Like, John, have you been watching Ted Lasso? No, I haven't, but uh, I, I've looked a little bit into it. I'm kind of, kind of so, interested. Not um, absolutely do. It's I mean, your mileage may vary depending on your offense meter. Um, so, you know, trigger warning. They but, just curse um, a lot. That's what you mean, right? Yeah. It's not like necessarily yeah, offensive per se. No, no, no. There's, you know, if you're somebody who like language is really going to be a stumbling block to you, it's not your thing. Right. Um, but uh, there was, uh, I think it was not the last episode, maybe the one before. Um, there was a funeral and minor, minor spoiler alert, but there's actually this just really moving moment in that episode with the song um, Never Gonna Give You Up. Like I the think song. I don't have a heart because I thought I was bored that whole part and Kira's like are you serious I'm like I don't think I was also fully paying attention though but I was like bored during that part yeah no you're just you're just dead inside maybe I wasn't fully <laughs> paying attention because you I was like I can get behind cheap. that statement this time yeah you're dead inside <laughs> Kale you know everything <laughs> <laughs> and that my friends is what Stop they call a callback that. in the biz um, but so never gonna give you up obviously the song that's used for for Rick Rowling but it was just real used in a, a really cool uh, I would say even unexpected way that was really moving really impactful for the show um, and it was funny because here's this song that's been mocked for so long and so there's actually um, the singer is Rick Astley who's a, a, a British artist and so he actually like posted kind of kind of adding them like thanking them for that for that moment and how moving it was for him to see the song used in that way like he's in on the joke he gets it I don't think he's he's super burned by Rick Rolling but it was just cool to see like this big cultural moment about this thing we all know cued for that so that's just kind of what it made me think like the impact it had for that author Mm. you know having his book be recommended and kind of sell out like that uh just kind of cool to see moments like that particularly for uh you know artists and creators where it can be tough to to break through and get noticed yeah so not that rick astley was having a hard time getting noticed but i don't know that it was the attention that uh, my favorite part of them doing that song on the whatever on the show was uh the mom when they were i think they were playing the music video or something and she was like he's not black <laughs> like they thought he was a black dude the oh, whole time uh, yeah i can or see at least, she, at least she did yeah so yep he's very not black no that actually looks, actually, i don't know if you guys have like seen i think it was like 2018 or 19 like rick astley was like performing at some festival and he did he did never gonna give you up and he he i mean he looks pretty good and he's still singing really well too so he's he's doing okay yeah he's not untalented for sure he's he's good i kind of i don't know i assume the the video was so old that he like wasn't even alive anymore but uh um i'm wrong he's alive and and well is he still getting like money for when that song plays i'm sure i'm sure he started getting a lot of money out of nowhere and he was wondering what was going on and then he found out he he became a meme because that video, I mean, you like at least on Reddit for sure. 
getting rickrolled is the usual thing. Like people be like, "Hey, um, check out this cool link to this thing," and then boom, it's a, it, you just got rickrolled. This video yeah. has one billion views. One billion sixty-three million views. What's crazy is when you see rickrolls where somebody has written like a legitimate, serious, yes. published article. It's in a magazine. It's yeah. in a newspaper. But like all the letters of the fir- like at the beginning of every sentence mm-hmm. in the whole arc- article spell out the lyrics to Never Gonna Give You Up. I'm like, that took some effort. Uh, yeah. Some people, man, they have a lot of time. They have a lot of time. That's it crazy. A lot of brain thought. Too much brain thought for me. Too much for it to even be worth it, in my opinion. Uh, while we're on a, a bit of an entertainment note, you guys see that uh, Disney's doing a WandaVision spinoff with Agatha, with Katherine Hahn. It was Agatha all along. All along. It I'm down Agatha for that, man. I thought along. she was so great. And I mean, I've, we've talked about her before. I'm a fan of her as an actress. Uh, I mean, she's just been in a ton of stuff. So I, I love the idea of seeing her get a lead. I think she, A, like if it's the same writing and directing and it looks like it's going to be, I think it's going to be a win. And I think she just slayed as that character. I think that's going to be good. I wonder what they would do. Are they going to go like forward or are they going to go, here's where she's come from? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that there's a wrong answer there. I also don't know. Like we live in the life of the multiverse. They can do whatever they want. Everybody's alive. Everybody's dead. Everything, everything goes. Doesn't matter. If you, you, if you need, if you need a character, just skip universes. Are you, um, are you caught up on what if? No, I'm one, maybe two behind on what if. Uh, I guess it's still too new to really talk about. So I'll save it. But the season finale came out yesterday. Yesterday mm-hmm. being Wednesday. I will say, not unlike us talking about uh, Bad Batch and some of the Star Wars cartoons, like don't let the fact that uh, What If is animated turn you off. I think really it was just to save on production and acting costs. It's it's it's, it's written and produced for adults. It's not a kid's show. Right. Uh, yeah, I've talked to several people like, hey, are you watching What If? And they just give me this cringe face. And I'm like... <sighs> yeah, I know. I will say, and I don't know what it is, and it'd be interesting to see if you guys are feeling the same way. Like, I can't get excited about the Eternals. I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm going to go see it. John, what do you think? Are you going to see anything? Next question. In- Next question. Exactly. Trigger. <laughs> um, I'm just nuts. No, 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 hold on. That's not I you. Forgot that's that not- this was a thing. No, Have we ever talked about it on here, John? Have we talked about it on here? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you've talked about me a lot on here, but yeah, I, I think I think uh, we have. Um, I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure we you, have. Yeah. The the deal here, I because I, I think we did talk about it before, but just to catch the listeners up, is like you were just you were all in on on the MCU. You felt like uh, the the ending of uh, gosh, Endgame. I'm even forgetting the, the ending of Endgame. Yeah, yeah, but Come like on. you were satisfied with the payoff of, of Endgame, and now you're out. Now you'd you'd rather watch uh, UFC and and move to, to other states. It literally, you nailed it, Kale. You know so much all the time, and you're such a great human being. I, I love that so much. You you killed it. Um, but yeah, no, that that's actually all correct. Uh, by the way, guys, I've heard a lot of people talk down on Eternals. So yeah, I don't it's think not even I'm out yet. In, How can you talk down on it? Well, just being being upset that it's even happening. Like like. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll say her name, but like Samaris Diaz, good friend of mine. Uh, she has loved you know superhero things forever. 
uh, Marvel Things Forever. She is like upset that Eternals is even going to be a thing. So here's I don't my know what take that's on based that. off of, but yeah. My thought, like my initial thought with Eternals is I don't care. Like I I know nothing about the characters. I don't care. I thought the same thing with Shang-Chi. Um, I saw the first trailer for that and I'm like, eh, I don't know who that is. I don't care. Whatever. Uh, the only reason I really cared to go see it was because of the controversy he was really going through, the actor himself, with the movie and like people already hating on it before it came out. And immediately, once everyone's <laughs> dogging on something at the beginning, I want to be for it because <laughs> I like being on the the other side, Kale. Which I do. Right. I, like, uh, I'm, I still haven't run out, and I'm not going to run out to the theater to see it. But I am, like, I feel more hype about it now like i don't know if they're just not doing as good a job as promoting things if that's harder in the current climate with with covid garbage going on uh but i've heard nothing but good stuff about shang chi oh but yeah like, i, I want there's with, no buzz around eternals I, I don't know yeah i mean i didn't care about shang chi at all and then i was like yeah i'll go support just because he's having a rough go people caring about it and i was completely blown away by it uh, and so I'm just I'm gonna sit in the camp of do not doubt Mr. Kevin Feige, and uh, if you really think about it, what has Marvel turned out that's been bad? Thor yeah, one? Thor, yeah, no, I mean Thor two? Maybe that's fair. That's that's fair. So I'm I I want to dog on Eternals, but I, I'm like I can't. I mean until I see it, and it, yeah. if it does blow, then sure we'll dog it, but. If let's let's wait till we see it before we uh we jump on the hate ship. Like I am, you know, I like I'm down and ready for Thor: Love and Thunder, but uh, oh, you know, that's gonna be great. I, I think that's just, I'm bought into those characters already, right. though. Right. I mean, I'm down to um, see new people. I'm I'm down to. I don't know. I'm I like change. I know a lot of people don't like things changing. Like uh, Illusionist Alvarado is mad at iOS 15. He doesn't like how the text notification bar is like two millimeters skinnier. Uh, he complained about that today. He's like, this is skinnier, right? And I'm like, I mean, barely? But he hates change, and I, I like change. So I'm down for the Eternals. Let's go. Yeah, no, I'm not uh, I, I'm not against the the change. I'm just worried about them. They had a lot of mo. They built up a great thing. Uh, I'm just having a hard time seeing their path forward right now. Like, right. it's... I, um, you know, unless you're going to tap into the X-Men universe, like they've burned through, I feel like all their, 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 their big name characters. So it really depends. Like they're well known, like they're pop culture characters. But Iron Man they're, wasn't really anyone at the beginning. When Iron Man came out, Iron Man wasn't a popular superhero. Look at him now. So I feel, I want to agree with you. Like I'm not disagreeing, but at the same time, they have not produced anything bad yet. And they have made... Uh, C plot what would you call it C level characters Z level characters become A characters um, and uh, I don't know I think you gotta see it watch it yeah. below and then I, we're gonna play this back and go that didn't age well um, <laughs> uh, you know, what, what, was Robert Downey Jr. was he already a big actor by the time Iron Man 1 came not out not really oh, yeah, yeah 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 I thought he's he was been big for He's I thought he was like eighties. He was on the decline, and he was like a drug addict or something. Uh, he had had some drug issues, had gone through recovery and stuff like that. So it was definitely a bit of a resurgence for him. But he he'd been a big deal since since the eighties. Oh, it wasn't. He wasn't. He was just a ner- They were nervous to hire him for the role. Yeah. Oh, they were. 
Like it well, was a yeah. risky investment to put him as the face, something like that. Well, and now it's well. like, hey, nobody gets to play Iron Man again for uh, like fifty years. Tell everyone who knows he was Iron Man is dead. Then you can do it again. Exactly. Then they get to try again. So, like, I, it's the, how many people have ever embodied a character so much? Like he, yeah. he just is even Tony Stark of the camera. He is. That's no, he's Tony. Like that's yeah. it's so yeah. weird how that works because it's just not that way for everyone who plays even even the people who play a character well they, it's not always that's like wow you're that person but with him it just really is I don't know what it is about him so I really don't understand you John why you're leaving why you're leaving I feel like Marvel uh, um, I feel like Kill just said that. everything that I've said like <laughs> he just I, I'm I'm lost here hold so on a second wait, you don't understand but oh you're wait are you not being serious. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, he's just poking the bear, dude. I don't he's understand just... this. I, 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 we're not compatible, Josh. I mean, I know I said we should hang out more, but I take it back officially on air. I, All right. We should not hang out more. But, uh, you know, in the if, if I can, for John, take it out of the non-Marvel uh, world, because I don't know that this is the truest statement about him as Doctor Strange, but Benedict Cumberbatch has that in him, man. Just I, oh, I think true. we've talked about it before, before. Like, when you're watching him in the BBC series as Sherlock, dude is Sherlock. When you're watching Imitation Game, uh, I mean, man, he can, he can act. Yep. I just, if anybody's acting better than him in, like acting the craft better than him in the world right now i don't know who it is that's a that's a great comparison or example like he's he's so many different characters yeah and just just does a great job with it so i'm a i'm a fan so johnny want to go see eternals (sighs) together in theaters or are you gone by then dude that would be the most backwards thing if i find myself watching eternals in theaters with you I mean, that'd be a different alternate universe. When uh, That's crazy. <laughs> when Shang Chi comes out on um, Disney Plus, you gonna watch it? I probably will because I heard a lot of really, really good stuff about it. So, I probably will. Uh, Joshy Poo here said it's. Uh, correct me if I'm I'm misquoting you, Josh. You said it was the the best uh, Marvel superhero origin, either story or movie, at this point. Um, I would put it in my top five all-time marvel movie but i would say it's hard to say it's the number one best origin story because you kind of have to respect uh, iron man one like origin story um but other than that i think yeah it's it's the best origin story for sure no i'm i'm excited to i'm excited to see it and i I think it's going to hit disney plus soon i'm trying to i was googling right now i was trying to find when it's coming I was surprised uh, but, Black Widow still is not on Disney Plus. No, it is now. Well, I'm one. Well, is it? Not? Yeah, it's not. I literally there it was on the top banner yesterday, and I was like, and I clicked it, and it just said play. I mean, we did the premium, but well, it normally, come out yesterday. Then I guess, but when I looked at it yesterday, it looked like it wasn't under premium access banners anymore. Well, I'm wondering if all the movies are gonna make the jump over slower now. Thanks, Scarlet. Well, no, I mean they both yeah, seem straight to up. It's there, right? Yeah, and click play on it right now. See, John? Let's just spend the rest of the podcast watching this together, guys. I'm down. I went into Black Widow. I was going to say, John, will you watch this because it's back from when you cared? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, actually, that's really a thing. Yeah, that's that's real. Um, I went into Black Widow with really low expect. Not really low. I just went into it with low expect. Like, I didn't care. It was just, I'll just watch it because I want to know the whole Marvel story. And I was actually surprised. I was like, oh, this is actually really good. I I enjoyed it. 
Shang-Chi, though, I'm nervous for you, though, Kale, because I went into it with, like, not really high. I was ex- I was anticipating it, but I wasn't like, this movie's hype. Now that it has a ton of hype, I'm a little nervous that you won't think it lives up to the hype it has built. Now, my bar for these movies is never that high. Like, I'm not expecting any of these to be Oscar winners. Right. Um, I I go into them for for what they are. It's it's fun. It's it's a popcorn movie. Like it can't be cheesy. It can't be poorly acted. But, but um, you know, I don't expect. I don't think anything undue out of them. So, um, you know, I'll give it a fair, I'll give it a fair reading assessment. Whatever, right. whatever, whatever we want to call it. Comes on Disney Plus November twelfth. So, in a month. All that's right. when that's when my iPhone 13 Pro Max comes in. Whoa now. Yeah. Which, by the way, he mentioned it a little earlier, I think, uh, off air. But yeah, I uh, instead of messing with T-Mobile and my carrier's, you know, upgrade program, I decided to go with Apple's, and I feel like I'm in better hands now. So yeah. Yeah, you were you were telling me the other. I forget what your issue was with your phone. What was well, it? No, it was just that I had gone in the store twice, and and both times like. They just they didn't have anything in stock, and they their back order was like worse than Apple's. It was like, whatever. Um, but on top of that too, like I just didn't get very good customer service in general at the T-Mobile store, mm-hmm. um, and it bothered me. And I also didn't understand T-Mobile Jump that well. And you explained to me that it's kind of just their version of the upgrade program. But right, I will go on record saying I think all carriers are garbage with customer service and or just I don't know every. Well, when it I just turns mess- into a huge sales pitch for what they want to give you. Like, well, it's not I, Apple. See, see, we've had T-Mobile for a long time, and I'm a fan of the service as a carrier, and I have found their I mean, like, you have to have the, the best service carrier, to be good, but, but, like, their service but, themselves as people suck. Right, I agree with well, everything you guys are saying, well, yes. Well, like, I would narrow it to, I've never been in any company's store, their storefront, and had an experience that didn't feel like a used car lot. Yeah, yeah, that's the, exactly the what I'm store, the I don't know experience why I thought I would be good. getting something different. I don't know why. I don't know what got into my head that I thought that would be a pleasant, non-used car salesman experience, but it 100% was that yeah. all when, three times I went in. When Kieran and I got married, we went into the AT&T store to create our joint AT&T account, because uh, I've had AT&T in Orlando for a long time, and I've all, I always have great service, and I hear people on T-Mobile... Uh, say that they don't have service at times when I'm having great service. So that's why I haven't switched to T- to T-Mobile, even though I hear their bills are cheaper. I don't know. Um, but I we ended up standing in the lobby of AT&T for like almost 45 minutes, and they kept telling us, oh, we'll be right with you. There was really no one in the store. And, it, and then like the employee that was helping us, he was like, yeah, someone should be with you in just like maybe five minutes. And then he went yeah. to the back. And then he, we saw him walk back out with a book bag on, saying bye to everyone, waved to us goodbye, and then left. And you we had were like, the same story as me. That's crazy. I had the same story. The dude goes, the, the dude I'm waiting on goes walking out with his backpack, and he looks back, and his coworkers like, "You watching the game tonight?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I'll see you." Leaves. That was the dude I was waiting on for thirty minutes. Yeah. So, so, so the challenge here. I never worked in a store. I worked in a in a call, sales call center for Alltel back in the day when they were a thing back in the day. And um, but the the challenge with the storefront people, even if their pay isn't entirely based off commission, they often it's off, uh, often a component of their compensation. 
And so there's no incentive there to be spending time helping existing customers mm. because there's no extra money to be made on you. And if I'm dealing with you, then that person that comes through the door that I could get a commission on, I'm tied up with you. And I mean, technically, I, help, I was going to I give them, them. We were creating a line with Kira. Technically, we were making a whole new account because we were making it yeah. Kira and me. So I didn't. I was under my mom's plan. So technically, we were making a whole. But they just. It was. We never got helped, and we ended up just walking out. And then had to sit through the hell of calling their their home their hotline or whatever because it's literally like yeah. i think i i called hell like i think that's who i called because that's what i felt like i was living in now all that being said the experience could not be better or easier dealing with your equipment from apple directly oh, it's beautiful it's so beautiful you you order yeah. your phone from apple with the upgrade program you uh and you turn it on and it goes is this hey josh is this your phone number i'm like yeah and I, and I hit okay and then it goes all right this phone's activated your old phone's deactivated mail it back to us thanks and i'm like yeah that's that could not be easier no sim card swap no having to call anyone to activate it zero issues i've ever had and i've done it for years well and uh life hack as the kids say but if you get the apple card the apple credit card mm-hmm. and you do your payments on your phone the upgrade program on there a, it's it's all interest fee, but you in addition to that you get a three you get like three percent cash back on yep. the payments. Yep. So That's you save like three percent on the phone. Yes, uh, which you know, it's hard enough to find a discount on Apple products, so you can give yourself a little little three percent discount. I should have done that. I, I I clicked the option and then I I don't know, I thought it would be too complicated. Because wouldn't I have you to s- wait for the approval then? I mean it's nah, like it's seconds. Real, it's real quick. And oh, you still brother. could like if you like if you applied and got the Apple card right now and just switch that to the payment method uh on your on your loan for your phone. Then oh. Okay. Also just the presentation that they mail your Apple card in. It's like in a super is it would you call it cardboard? It's like the ni- yeah. it's the richest of nicest cardboard in my entire life. It's like a little and it has a little magnet on it so like when you flip it up and out like it, it unlatches I guess you'd say. And then and isn't the, the card, card like actually metal? It's titanium. Yeah. yeah. I've never These used the card are... once. It's not uh, even in my wallet. I had to one time when they didn't yeah. take actual Apple Pay and I was trying to use credit. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to have to use a physical card, there's just other other cards that I use cuz the real bonus to the, the like the best bonus to the card is if you're buying an Apple product or if you're using Apple Pay, that's when there's potential for extra cash back. But otherwise, like Yeah, yeah. Discover and typical like Amex, Amex Blue have better better no, rewards. Yeah. And I think uh, Apple Card's just the only card we are using for if we need it if we're running credit on something. We don't use anything else because we're trying to pay it all away. But I do have you know like so all my Apple related stuff. So like my my Apple One and uh, my Disney Plus bundle and my phones, all that stuff are all tied to that card because I'm automatically getting them all cheaper. Maybe what size phone did you get, John? John? John's the listeners can't see him. John's processing right now. The gears yeah. are turning. Well, I'm just. I just wish I hadn't have second guessed the whole Apple Card thing. Because what's That's funny is last Sunday morning, I was having a conversation about it with somebody who did. They did what you're what you're saying to do, and they got the three percent thing. And then I read it on the website. And I was like, oh, that seems awesome. And I don't know why I didn't do it, but I guess I I will look into kind of switching it. You're already um, giving them the money. Why not get 3% back? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. And isn't it separate for, it's not like 3% towards your credit line. It's like a different thing, right? It goes well, to your it's, it's Apple cash, cash. back. 
Yeah, it's it's like a cashback reward. So it's like filling quote unquote your cash card account, your Venmo account, like it's going back mm. to right, you. Right. So which is easy to just transfer to your bank too if you want to put in your checking. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. I uh, I did the the 13 Pro Max, the the big boy. What size? Uh gigage. Oh, uh one 128 whatever. Nice. Yeah. What color? I mean my I did uh uh I don't know, black or gray or whatever. I think it was black. Now, do you rock a case or do you go naked? Well, okay. So I was listening to kind of your little your little spiel on that. The, uh, you know, and, and I don't Can know. You I don't know what I'm my do. memory. What was my spiel? Because I don't remember. See, this what is I said. a problem. <laughs> this is a real problem. This is a problem. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you said uh, just you know whatever the phone has a real nice design. Why why hide it in a case? Well, obviously there are, there are reasons to put it in a case to protect it. But if you have Apple Care, why put it in a case? Right. Am I wrong about in that? Theory. I mean, it'd be a hundred dollars mm. if you'd shatter it. Yeah, I was about to say hashtag deductible. That's why. Deductible. Oh wait. So if you shatter, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, and you get a whole new phone. But yeah, ninety nine dollars. Better yeah. than spending what eight hundred or a thousand or however much your phone actually was. Well, so here's no definitely, but here's my problem is that for the past probably five years. I don't have a wallet. I just use my phone case as the wallet. Like I buy one that has a, a card holder on the back, and I just never carry cash. I leave cash. Dude, in my you're car. gonna love the 13 because they have those magnet safe mag Apple wallets that now have the Find My Tech in the wallet. So if you lose, <laughs> if your wallet breaks off the magnet off the phone, you can still find that wallet because it has the Find My locator Yo. in it. All right, that's game then. I'm going to do that because yeah, I don't know but if you know... But uh, I will say, if you're George Costanza, the wallet won't work for you. It can only fit like three or four, barely four credit cards. Oh, okay. No, I only I, I do four, actually. That That's what I do. And I could do with three. Actually, oh, wow. One, one of the cards is my badge to scan into to the fobs on the church thing, the receivers. Anyway, we don't have to talk about it. Won't need that um, anymore. Anyways, uh, <laughs> look, man, this is not an official announcement yet. So, uh, no, I guess... I thought, I guess it was just, I thought it was just out there. I mean, it, it really is. It really is. I'm so sure for, both our listeners Just tell know. a bunch of people between yeah, yeah, yeah. now and Monday. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I plan on it anyways. But yeah, for those listening, if you don't know. Oh, wow. It's an iPhone 13, uh, 13 commercial. I, iPhone 13 Pro Max commercial. The camera looks insane. Anyways, like um, for, the, for those of you who don't maybe know already, it's kind of in the cards for me by uh, January. I'm going to be uh, slipping out. Um, Looking at looking at landing in New Jersey and hanging out there for a little while, uh, living situation wise is the best way I want to say it. Um, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about like the work I'll be doing, but you know for now it's going to be a remote job, and so I, I probably will bounce between the two locations as frequently as I'm comfortable doing. But that is kind of what's coming up in the near future. But anyways, so you could still um, be a guest on the Sod Seven podcast because a hundred percent locally. I would love exactly all all together in the same room. Uh, like this, but um, but no, I I don't know if you guys know just back to the iPhone thing. I I have a couple friends who rock no case, and I get jealous of them because I'm like, it's such a nice phone. It makes it much thinner. It shows off the design. It's a very pretty design. I don't know. I just I I like it a lot. So I think I'm gonna go that route, especially because I have Apple Care. But now. downside, this happened. Th- it's rare. This is rare. I will say that on my phone, the listeners can't see this, but you see that I ha- it got a big old dent right there. And then there's another... I wonder if Kuma bit it. That's what I'm starting to wonder, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But, like, but then there's another... I can oh, I, I always feel it when I hold it. There's, like, a little dent on the side right here, and it drives I me had nuts. To fight a, I had to fight a strong urge to take the opportunity just to go, she's such a bee, because she actually... <laughs> she actually no, is. This, 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 this just isn't that. 
this just isn't that podcast though. Um, but no, yeah. So overall, though, like my whole back of my screen or back back of my screen, back of my phone is like scratch free. What is hilarious though, I when I first got this phone a year ago, uh, we were going to take us. I don't know if I told this story on here, but it's funny. Um, we we're going to take a staff photo, and I was like, I had the new iPhone 12. Let's take. We could use my phone. I put my phone up on a tripod, uh, and then we go to take the photo. You know how in parking lots they have like those plastic uh, cones. What do you call them? I want to call them a stanchion, but it's not a stan. It's like barriers. It it's like a stick, right? Yeah, like a big plastic tube, and they go into yeah. those holes in the ground to yeah, yeah. block off. So, for whatever reason, we don't have the poles, but we have the holes in the ground for the poles. Um, but they're covered by orange traffic cones. We're real resourceful. And um, and so we were my ca- my phone was set up next to one of the holes. The two legs were around, uh, two of the legs were around the cone. And one of the coworker, my coworker's daughter, she's a younger, maybe like, I don't know how to age kids. I'm really bad at this. I'm gonna say she was five. Whoever is listening, if you know who she is, you're gonna go. She's 13. I don't know. <laughs> um, either way, she's running around. She trips. Um, her leg falls into one of the holes where the cone thing is. Fall and it's like a two foot drop inside that hole. Her leg falls, she slips and falls in it, knocks over the tripod with the phone. The phone starts tumbling, and everyone's running to the, and it always happening in slow motion. Everyone's like slowly running to her to help her to save her. And then you cut to me slowly running to the like reaching for the phone. Oh like, my Whoa. goodness. And then people like later on were like, Did you even care that little girl that she fell? And I'm like, Whatever was wrong with her was going to be way cheaper than was if this thing fell and like got oh destroyed. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, she's great. So it, this actually <laughs> has some cut uh, marks from the concrete on the bottom of the phone. So oh, this wow. phone it survived though. It, it didn't did crack. survive. No no crackage. Just a couple of uh, gravel dents uh, wow. near the speaker. But this is my most beat up naked phone, and I have a screen protector on the front of the uh the screen so when i'm at places i just put it face down and that's mm-hmm. how i i don't put it on the back because the freaking camera bump is like a mountain uh well, th- yeah and that's my that's my thing is uh i've just gotten in the habit i don't know three or four generations of phone now of going with a leather case i love the feel i love the way they patina i love that if i set my phone down on my leg or the arm of the couch it doesn't just slide off my phone loves um, to slip and slide and I love that regardless of whether or not I want to set my phone down, face down or back down, the screen's not touching the surface, the camera bump right. that is egregious. And Steve Jobs, 10 years now, RIP Steve, never would have allowed. I say it, I'll say it on here every time it comes up. Uh, you know, I just don't have to worry about those things. So, But was I'm he vocal sure about 13. not allowing a camera bump, though? Like he said that? No, I mean, like, well, it's just he, a design thing. It wasn't a thing while him. he was alive. It just would have driven him nuts. There's no way. There's, uh, I mean... I'll believe till the day I die that he never would have tolerated a camera bump. The 13, I think, has not the biggest camera bump of all the bumps. Well, I know this square is bigger. I don't know if it sticks out more. The photo they have, like, if you, I think it's on their website. It's like the side profile of the phone. You can, yeah. you can see the it. At least from that rendering, it looks like there's four more layers of the bump. Yeah. You can, can it's I, funny. Can, hot take. I kind of like it. I don't know. I feel like it looks Oof. cool. I feel like the it looks cool. The camera yeah. bump? It's offensive. It's it's the wart on a witch's nose. It's I like hideous. it. I don't know. I'm weird. But people people hate the notch. I have no problem with the notch. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not no worried about, about the notch. notch at all. 
I'm annoyed with the, the bump because when I have my phone flat this is a very on its back, Seinfeld conversation. I don't mind the notch. I like the notch. I'm for the notch. <laughs> What's my wrong a notch. with the notch? There's no problem with the notch. <laughs> I have no hand. I am without hand. Yeah. No, but I, you know, it's funny. This like Apple rumors are an industry unto themselves. Literally, there's quote unquote journalists that their career is based on Apple rumors. Uh, it's so the like iPhone 14 rumors started literally days before the iPhone 13 was announced. Uh, yeah. But there's and again, they're they're only rumors, but there's rumors of no camera bump on the 14 and no notch pinhole camera on the 14. So I, I think I'm going to do 14. I'm not doing I'm on a 12 mini right now, but I'm not going to do a 13. Um, I really want that ProMotion though. So, John, your phone, the 13 Pro has 120 hertz on the screen. Uh, they call it pro motion and uh, one of my bosses has it and that thing is sexy like we were swiping on the home pages on my phone and his phone right next to it and it's like butter it looks so good yeah I'm excited somewhere an Android user is like yeah we've had that on Samsung for years and And they're they're right they have had 120 hertz refresh rate rate you know what else you've had for years text messages instead of iMessage (laughs) thank you very much boom roasted right so yeah no i mean i i'd like to play with the camera on the 13 i like the idea of the promotion it, but this go round is just not so the the i'm i've been on the upgrade program for a while and usually i can just trade phones for the same price sometimes there's a little price bump or uh, one way or the you other just depending pay the tax in the first but month. you've but you've still got to pay the tax and on you know a thousand dollar phone seven percent tax is not nothing so i'm like uh, there's just not enough about the 13 for me to take the hit and paying the tax and buying another new case this go around. So I'm I'm skipping right. this generation. That's yeah, what I said I, had, too, I have an eight though, so I had to had to make it happen. Oh, that's going to be a great jump for you. Then. Yeah. No, you absolutely should should have done it. That's the right call. Yeah. Going. What are you at now, Kale? Eleven. No, I'm on a twelve. I'm on oh, twelve you have pro. A 12? I don't know why I yeah. didn't think you had one. Yeah, going twelve to thirteen is is dumb. But if you have the upgrade program, though, the only reason you're I mean, not is to avoid it's paying not, tax. I shouldn't say dumb because I've done that every, like since the 10 till now. It's The changes haven't been that crazy uh, if you really look at it, like phone to phone. Like if you're jumping from 10 to 10S, like, please, I did all those jumps. But they were like, every time I got it, I was like, eh, I didn't really need to do that. But for me to go from the 12 mini to the 13 mini would be about almost 200 bucks because you have to pay the tax and the first month. Um and then I and I'm just like, eh, I don't want to spend two hundred bucks right now. But it's not bad. I don't remember what your initial question was, I already forgot, but Yeah, I'm excited. Thirteen's coming a, in hot. That was a good long. I was just waiting to <laughs> s- I was just waiting to see what, what happened with it. Well, in uh, other Apple news and I've been waiting on this, this is cool. So um they find they activated this week with a firmware update in the AirPods Pro uh and the AirPod Max. I, I literally don't know anyone who owned the Maxes, but that's their their big over ear cans. Uh but they activated the Find My integration on them. So it doesn't work quite the same way as it does with like the air tags where it's NFC and it has directional, it uses Bluetooth to do it. But the fact that it's there, if you're somebody who's ever left your AirPods laying somewhere. Uh, I think you'll appreciate that that uh, functionality is there and available now. So that's pretty, pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, John, do you have an Apple TV? Um, I have an Apple TV, but it's, you know, I kind of gave it to the, to the church. It's an older one. I bought it off a friend for 
couple bucks. Um, I have an app, like the main TV I use in my house is a, uh, it's a smart cast TV. So it's okay. kind of a neutral brand. It doesn't really have, you know, it's, it, it's weird. It's just anything you cast to it, it works. Kale, have you tried using, have you used your AirPod Pros on watching a movie with, um, on Apple TV with the AirPods? Yes. Dude, it's, John, it's fantastic. Pro Wait, I didn't know audio. that was even a thing. Hold on. Is that only through the new Apple TVs? Uh, I think all of them. I know. I've got, I, I don't, I, I've got the, not the newest one, but I've got both generations just before the, the newest one. So that what sounds the, really cool. I might want to do that. The 4K and the one before, but the spatial audio, man, is just trippy. Dude, um, I was... It's been f- freaking me out with podcasts. Yeah. I'm like, it sounds like you're in the room with them. It's really weird. Yeah. But it feels like it's playing from your phone. You're like, oh, holy crap. Dude, when you told me, you're like, hey, you should um, you should listen to Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify with the spatial audio. It sounds crazy. And so then I'm... This is funny. It was right at the beginning at my job. We do prayer. And so I was in prayer. I just clicked just the beginning just to see what it sounded like. And I... I, I uh, all I hear is listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, like the beginning bumper, <laughs> and I freaked out because I thought my Shit. phone played it out of the speaker. And then I paused and I was like, "Wait a minute, that was in my ears." And it yeah. sounded like it the way it sounded in my ears. It sounded like there I didn't have headphones in my ears. Yeah. It was so clear, so clean. I it was amazing. So I could go do that after this podcast. I can go listen to that with these and turn on spatial, and it'll be like weird. Are you on yes. iOS fifteen? No. But I, but I mean, it has spatial audio as an option, though. I see it. Yeah, but it's almost on everything with iOS 15, and it's an a toggle. Let's talk about why you're not on iOS 15. I just haven't, for, I just haven't gotten around to it. I mean, it's I don't have auto updates, so I have to go manually do it. Oh yeah, just do that. But then, like, it's a toggle, toggleable option. Like, if you swipe down a control center and you force press the volume slider you'll have an option in the bottom right that says spatial audio. And even like just your regular music will be spatial audio, even if it's not. Like some. I some mean, for it. what it's available for. Yeah. Somehow uh, they uh, still do it, even if it's just stereo. They still yeah. somehow make, if you turn your head, it, you, it still sounds like it's coming from your phone. For the for the non-fanboys and the, the non-nerds out there, so spatial audio, Apple's literally doing tricks where it's sensing where your phone's at. It's sensing, it's using motion sensors in the AirPods to determine where your ears are in relationship to your phone, to your Apple TV, if you're doing that. And as you turn your head, the sound moves like it's coming from actual sources in the room. So if you're watching a show, a movie, listening to a song, listening to a podcast, like you listen to the podcast and it sounds like you're sitting in the space with multiple people talking from different spaces in the room. It's 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 trippy. I mean, it's just you're sitting in the sound. It's crazy. So when you're listening to music that way, it's like you're sitting in the studio and you're hearing this instrument over there and this vocal mm-hmm. over here. It's it's a thing. It's man. awesome. And then yeah. so we have an Apple TV in our bedroom and I like I like to watch movies or shows in bed. Uh, like here is knocked out. But then like last night I was like, let me try. I, I threw on Godzilla on HBO Max. The first one, the one came out in 2014 and dude like that the way that that movie was even fully i don't even think it was fully spatial audioed but like it's just i don't know what those people are doing with this tech but it sounds so good i'm excited i'm yeah. gonna try it after this like that's awesome yeah it's like having full-blown dobe atmos on your head yeah like it's like a complete surrounds like things sound like they're behind you but you have headphones in and then you forget you have the headphones in it's it's crazy 
Tech technology is great, guys. And the, the most of these features, I think, are only on AirPods Pro. So if you have regular AirPods, I don't think you get some of these things we're talking about. I think spatial audio is in regular AirPods, but don't quote me. I don't know. Yeah, I th- so it seems like Apple's doing another event this month. Seems like there's probably going to be some updated uh, MacBooks, uh, but I think uh, like the Gen 3 AirPods non-Pro yeah. are probably coming this uh this announcement too. and they're going to so. look like the airpods pro but with no noise cancellation yeah well it won't have the little silicone tips it'll be hard oh i thought plastic. it would have the silicone tip. i thought they were doing that yeah I, know. I mean we'll know when they announce for sure but i don't the rumors oh. i've seen are right now so but and well on that note john you still mad at me dude <laughs> before we end this you know honestly don't go, don't go to bed angry guys don't go to bed angry don't do it Honestly, absolutely not. I love I love you to death. You're one of my favorite Aww. people in the world at this point. And I mean it. I'm not just saying that because you're here. I don't kiss people's butts just because I'm uh, hanging with them on a podcast. It's not a thing. I will say. No, you I said will that. Say, I know you thought that, but that's not a thing. No, no, no. I'm not. I will I'm not, say. I'm not done. I'm not say, done. John, I'm not done. I love John, you. I appreciate you. I'm still processing through this. I appreciate the opportunity <laughs> to to have me on and to have me share my piece. I love you both. And we are in we are in good standings, better than we ever have been, arguably. Um, how old are you, John? Twenty five, twenty six in December. Twenty five. Um, so I will say this in front of the listeners and to your face, John, just to make up for all the wrong I've said. It has been cool to see you grow. I remember when you were. I think I said it with the Cody Marion episode. It was cool to see you as this awkward little kid. You were never little. You always been sixteen feet tall, but um, as this younger dude. And like you were kind of just meek and quiet and you weren't really extroverted at all. And then you joined an internship program. You spoke one time on the microphone and it was like John Reyes came out. And it's like, it's like you, it was like you came out of your cocoon. You were a little caterpillar um, for like ever. I was trying to do the, I was going to do the voice from a bug's life, but I couldn't remember how. I mean, like, I'm a beautiful butterfly. There we go. You all look like little <laughs> ants. <laughs> um, but you were like you were him, and then you came out as this butterfly, and you were like one. You're probably one of the best speakers on a mic. Like you're just fluid, you're elegant, you're well spoken, you sound educated. Just there's people I would assume listening to you on this podcast, listening to you talk. They're probably like this guy knows how to talk. He's intelligent. He knows what he's saying. He sounds like a good guy. Um, and so I just want to say it's cool uh, being able to see your growth uh, from afar. And then we've only become pretty good friends the last couple minutes and uh it's it's been uh it's been cool to see you grow i also i hate you so yeah i hate you guys um look <laughs> uh honestly uh it me- means the world man appreciate that i just have two things to say number one i don't know what to credit that to i think uh i don't know how it happened either but i think my best take on it was fourth and fifth grade I had a real hard time making friends because i was super annoying but i was myself i spoke my mind whenever i wanted to i was just myself i was just talking all the time, whatever. I guess I bothered a lot of people because I had a hard time making friends. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade, because I had a hard time making friends, but I had a new school now, I got real quiet. I stayed to myself for for years, never really talked a lot. But um, when the time came uh, kind of for like high school to be over and for that opportunity to come to like, you know, publicly speak and things like that, which I never planned on even doing. When that time came, it kind of felt like, you know, there's, I can't really get, there's, I, this can't go wrong. Like I'm just, now people are asking me to speak my mind. Now I'm being like requested to do it. So, you know, I did it and it, and it obviously 
like honestly surprised myself because I hadn't really been in touch with the vocal side of myself since like fifth grade. Like that's a real thing. I got real quiet because I didn't make friendships. So it kind of all came out at once. And then I learned to like, you know, appreciate myself more and stuff and, and whatever. I was super nervous at the time to even do that, but it, I think it worked out. That's kind of just the first thing I wanted to say. If I had to break it down for why that happened, I kind of think it happened because of that. But then the second thing, I wanted to remind you of something. You probably, there's no way you remember this, but it was probably within the first or second year of me doing speaking things at the church, um, which for those of you who don't know, that's kind of what we're talking about. My internship entailed me speaking in front of a few hundred people at a time, which obviously helps to get good practice in that. But did you one know time people I did would it, rather be dead than uh, public speak? Did you know that's the number one fear over death? People always say it's the number one fear. I have a hard time believing that. Like, I don't, I don't believe it either because I'm like, it's not hard. But yeah, when you talk like, to people that aren't in our world, it's like, oh, wow, no, people are actually don't like having to do that. But because it has to be a regular thing in our line of work. I guess like, you're right. Then we were forced into it. And we're then once we're we desensitized do it, it feels normal. to it. But, <laughs> but, but, but no, there was this one time I did it. And I guess you hadn't been there for most times I'd done it before. I remember I was walking out of the, the coffee shop area of our of our youth building. And uh, Josh, he like he catches me. He goes, yo. Um, I look, looked over and he was like, dude, he, he we did not have a friendship at all. We barely knew the guy. I mean, whatever. He goes... Yeah. <laughs> he goes just want to let you know you're a really really good speaker and then i remember he was like and i don't think you're doing enough with it like i remember he said Dang. that and it kind of like i was like whoa i think he's right and that's when i started to kind of adopt it more as like not an identity but you know what i mean i started to become like no this is what i do you know i do preach sermons i do speak publicly and it was kind of a bit of a turning point for me because you know that's everyone cool. knows a compliment from someone who rarely gives them out obviously means a bit more than than People who always blow up everyone else's heads, which I've never done. I don't. I don't over compliment. Uh, certainly not anybody on this podcast. But yeah, that was a moment. So that if kind Kale of, kind ever of meant gave a, lot. a compliment, the world would explode. Well, I yeah, I think um, you know what's uh, <laughs> I think that's funny true. about that statement is um, the thing about my compliments is when they come, they actually register and mean something Whoa. because they don't come cheap. Oh, they're very hard to earn, huh? No, that's real. And you know I what? I just know Jocko I, talks about that. appreciating your staff and uh, letting them know you care. So, I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. This is, a inter, this is a whole inner staff thing happening in front of me right now? No, I'm just, I don't, I'm just being a butt. Kale, do you pay him? We're, <laughs> we're on equal terms. <laughs> He's yeah, not my sorry, employer sorry. and I am not his. You guys are I just could a walk away sevens. as equally as he could. Yeah. But Josh, you don't remember that, do you? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, I don't remember what, when it was, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, that was our journey, and uh, now we're, we're besties for the resties. Sometimes. Most times. When you get offended. <laughs> I've never been offended in my life, and I, as I'm saying that, I'm getting offended, so I'm going to call it there. I'm just going to calm down and be like, okay, Jonathan, chill. Well, as fun as this is. Uh, let's, do, let's do a little housekeeping. Where, where can the people find you, John? If they want to they want to hear more from you. They want to follow you online. Where are you at, man? Yeah, so a bit of a hiatus right now due to the life changes that are occurring, but twitch.tv, that's T-W-I-T-C-H, twitch.tv slash John Reyes, J-O-N-R-E-Y-E-S. There's archived uh, live streams on there that you can watch in their entirety or just little clips that you can watch as well in the clips category. But that's kind of where most of my content uh, lays right now. Um, I do have a YouTube channel as well, but the best way to find it is kind of just through the Twitch channel uh, and the links that are provided there. So that's that's about it. Twitch.tv slash John Reyes. That's uh, kind of home base. You can find all my links there, Instagram, YouTube, all that. So 
Cool. So go and check him out there here in the Solid 7 Podcast world. Of course, we have the website up and running-ish, but uh, solid7podcast.com will now take you to our link tree and everything that's anything that's going on in the Solid 7 world. So, um, you know, we're doing the uh, the Go Ruck Star Course in Jacksonville Beach, November 6th. Encourage all of you to come out and join us for that. You can get more information about that and even register uh, right there at silenceofapodcast.com. If you'd like to either join us that same day for uh, Chad 1000X and support that cause, uh, the Navy SEAL Foundation, the Step Up Foundation, uh, raising both awareness of um, veteran uh, mental illness and suicide and working to uh, decrease that number. Even if you can't come do that with us in Jacksonville, you can do that on your own. Uh, so you can learn more about Chad 1000X uh, there uh, at the website. But uh, links to our most recent episodes and all of our social media, uh, our Patreon, uh, which John's been a supporter since uh, early, early on. Patreon supporters get bonus content every week. Our $10 supporters uh, get a Solid 7 mug, which is a better than average drinking vessel. Um, and really just help make the, the podcast possible, help make the podcast better. That's right. It could actually uh, be worse. So go and check that out. Hey, if you want to uh, intern at Solid 7 Podcast, you maybe want to uh, hang out behind the scenes as we record, do maybe some social media work for us or help with some some show notes. Uh, maybe get the occasional free Jocko go, uh, drop us, uh, drop us a line, DM us, email us at, uh, info at solid seven podcast.com, uh, any of those things. And, uh, we would be thankful for a little bit of help. And, uh, otherwise John, thanks for coming on buddy. Always a good time. We'll do it Indeed. again soon. I hope. Yes. Have and, to uh, love you guys. Listeners. We love you. And, uh, we mean that. And we'll catch you on the flippity flip. See ya. Later, bro.